Welcome back to GA Fan TV. My name is Aaron. I'm delighted to be joined here by John McMahon from the JMAC podcast. We're going to be running through all the uh, managerial madness that seems to be going on at the minute. It was only even a couple of hours before going live that we've heard that the Westmead manager, Jack Cooney, has uh, since stepped away from his role. So it's ever so changing. There's absolute chaos left, right and centre in regards to managerial appointments. So we'll be uh, be sure to get into it. Just a reminder, we're brought to you by Declan Kirby GA Star, the uh, best children's GA book out there in the market at the minute. You can find it on Amazon, Easton's, all good bookshops as well. So make sure to check it out in the description down below when you get a chance. Uh, apologies for the short delay there. Just, um, I suppose, the uh, internet seems to have gone down all over all over Cavan or, or, or something like that. What what have you been doing, John? Jesus, have you been out like just sabotaging everyone's internet? What, what's Oh, my man, apologies for the delay, my man. Uh, yeah, internet breakdown here in Calvin. Uh, we'll get abused for not paying it probably, but uh, <laughs> it's a pleasure to be on, my man. It's a, it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, we're in August and there's no kind of, obviously, football to talk about, games or that, but like there's lots happening in the man, as, as you rightly said there, managerial merry-go-round and um, bits bits like that. So, yeah, lots happening outside the game. Um, but, yeah, no, it's funny. I know, obviously, all the kind of club action happened, but, like, it, it, it nearly, as I said, you probably numerous times, it kind of sits uneasy with me at times that, the, you know, the county kind of is over and there's not much to look forward to. Maybe on a Monday morning when you wake up after an unbelievable uh, bit of action on a Sunday night or a Saturday afternoon as well. But, look, yeah, lots going on outside of that, Aaron. Yeah, like, as you said there, like, it is unusual. Like, usually around this time of the year, you'd have your... Your All Ireland semi finals, you'd sort of be building up maybe to the All Ireland hurling final. Like, you know, it, it is very unusual, as you said, to, to have an August where, you know, there is no, um, you know, inter county games or whatever. It's kind of just sort of the, the start of a lot of club championships. But I suppose we'll start with, uh, with Tommaso Shea, who's obviously gone in to the Kerry under 20s. Um, an interesting appointment, I suppose, in many ways. We've obviously seen him very involved with Offaly. In the last couple of seasons, and um, Kerry reached the All Ireland Under Twenty semi-finals last year. So obviously, new manager coming in, new man coming in, Tommaso Shea. I suppose a man who who very much knows Kerry as much as anyone, having played there for numerous years, won All Irelands, all the rest. And like this seems like a very good, smart, a, a very smart appointment. I think like because obviously Jack O'Connor, who came in last year, like you know he probably is getting to the tail end of his managerial career. Like he's probably maybe got maybe three, four years max. Like I doubt he's going to be doing, you know, 10 years or anything like that, or maybe he's going to outlive all of us. I don't really know. But, you know, Tommaso Shea going in there sort of as the, the heir to the throne in many ways is kind of the, the feeling I'm getting of it. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I, I just think even for the betterment of Kerry football, I think Tommaso Shea coming in as manager, like that's, you know, you can't get much better than that. Like, you know, a man who had an unbelievable kind of career with the Kerry senior footballers when he was playing. And that obviously means that he's stepping away from the Offaly role. Um, you know, I think he obviously done a good year with um do, do, do I can't think of his name, who was the Offaly manager last year gone in. Uh, John um, John Mon, yeah. So obviously Tomas would have, you know, learned 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 a bit a few bits obviously off um John and obviously for, you know for, from being involved with the Offaly lads. So no, look, I think for the betterment of future of Kerry football, it's uh yeah no, it's 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 some appointment. I think I believe Brian Sheehan's gone in there as well as a coach, and uh, it's a star three backroom team that he's he, he's he's bringing along with him as well. So oh look, Tomas, he'll he'll be a great man to uh, be in charge of that Kerry underage team. It's probably a frightening prospect for a lot of people as well because. 
you know, we know about the success he had as a player. Kerry could be turning a serious wave now, especially after winning the All-Ireland this year. You know, probably much to your the test it's there and at the same time. But um, yeah, I just think it's it's a serious move by the Kerry lads. It's a smart move by the Kerry County Board. And um, yeah, Tomas is going. I think Tomas is dead right to do it as well because I know obviously he had that bit of experience with the awfully senior footballers. But I just think to earn your stripes and you know, you know, climb, you know, climb the ladder of you know, GA coaching and management bits and pieces. I think it's it's a great move by Tomas, and uh, I think Kerry's going to benefit from it. Tomas is going to benefit from it, and no doubt to Kerry underage, it'll be it'll be a fruitful year for them next year, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and I suppose like we've all seen him obviously on the Sunday game, and I think I've said to you before as well. Like, I think he's probably one of the best pundits out there. When you know he, he's a straight yeah. shooter, he very much calls it as it is. And even from listening to him on his his, his own podcast and and everything else, and some of some other podcasts he's been on, and everything else, he, he's openly said he much prefers management than than punditry. Like, and um, yeah, yeah, which is odd. You know, yeah, no, yeah, it's funny because I think he he done he done that podcast with Joe probably there a couple of weeks ago. Like, and he mm. was actually quite outlandish. Like, he kind of said like you know that punditry or whatever kind of drives me mad. And he, maybe he seems like a bit of a restless character, or obviously kind of likes better himself. And you know, we did in fairness do the RTE punditry until you know until he you know, when he did uh, finish up with the Kerry Senior Footballers after was 2013. So he did get a good bite at it. Must have got fed up, and now he wants to kind of get his get his teeth into coaching. But in fairness, it's a pity he didn't. Get Kind of obviously did give up the punditry because he was, you know, he was, he was, he was an excellent mm. pundit, and he, as you rightly said, there he did say that as this. Yeah, it's mad actually, and just thinking of that as well, like with Tommaso Shea, obviously he he was heavily involved with with RTE. Like I don't know what it is with with RTE pundits and and pundits in general going into into management. Like because you've Kevin McStay, who's obviously going into Mayo. Colin yeah. works going into to Mead. Even look at the hurling, like me, Donahue, Davy Fitz, both involved with RTE last couple of seasons. Mm. They've taken into county management roles this year as well. Obviously, Pat Spillane's retired, but I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe there must be there must be a referral fee or something from for, for RTE, like for referring these managers in. Like they must get they must get an L commission or something like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, these boys are cute. These boys weren't brought up in the last year anyway. And in fairness, as I was probably saying, she's in the group chat there a couple of days ago. For a lot of the lads that probably have got these jobs, it probably was high time. Kevin McStay probably did get the meal job after trying so many times. You, you know, you look at Colin O'Rourke, you know, them two boys for so them two counties, you know, it's probably well overdue. Um, obviously, David Fitz going back to obviously manage the Waterford Hurlers and now obviously Tomas. But I think in fairness, I'd say the carry, he, Tomas was always, he was that good of a footballer. He was always going to be probably offered some underage job with the Kerry, Kerry football, you know, minors on the 20s, a senior team. He was always, and look, the future probably holds, he'll get, he'll get involved with the senior team now in a couple of years, no doubt. This is obviously just a, a step towards that ladder, but um, yeah, no, you're dead right. All these pundits definitely seem to be getting jobs and I suppose it seems to be the only way RTE can, <laughs> can probably get rid of something. Yeah, maybe, maybe just showing them the the exit door or whatever. But you mentioned Kevin McStay and Mayo, like, and that that was an interesting appointment, all right. And it was kind of similar to the Calmer Work one in some ways because it did probably catch people by surprise in in some respects, given the fact that you know Kevin McStay has been linked with Mayo and numerous times before. Like he's been fairly open. I think it was just before Pat Holmes and Noel Canelli went in as as joint managers of Mayo. Like he was in the in the running for that job as well and obviously didn't uh, didn't get the job um and now he's obviously gone in again and i mean he's got a star-studded backroom team as well like stephen rochford in there which is interesting like considering that rochford was a senior manager now he's going to be the 
the second hand man if you like back, so back for more punishment back for more punishment yeah <laughs> yeah, back yeah for more, but... you know like it's great in fairness and the hughes that was saying the other day like the fact he did manage them and you know they didn't get over the line in the all irelands and he's kind of come back so obviously rossford see something there that the rest was don't but in fairness look you know, it's 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 a ballsy move by him because you know that other coaching ticket of you know Ray Dempsey, Oshima McConville, Keith Higgins. From a Mayo point of view, you nearly have to be glad that McStay did get it because you've Rochford, McHale. I just think if I know Keith Higgins would have been great with Ray Dempsey, but I think if Oshie McConville was to go in, I'm just not sure what he'd add. So I think the right coaching ticket did get it, and you know Kevin McStay with Mayo, God knows what could happen. Is he the man to end the famine? Oh, I did see your video the other day. I was, I had, I had a good laugh at it. I think that that's a pure another clickbait. Please come on, please come on. <laughs> let's see, let's see what reaction I can get. Your, your, uh, the run out. But um, look, is he the man? It was. I think you gave a prediction of what twenty twenty five was it? Give him three years, and then he might get lucky. But um, look, it's a work in progress. It'll not be instant. It'll be very interesting to see if the likes of Aidan O'Shea and Lee Keegan and some of the elder statement statement do stay on. I think if McStay can at least get another year out of two, that year or two out of them boys that could be there thereabouts. But uh, it'll be very very tough. But look, if Kevin McStay, you know, you see what he's done with the Roscommon lads. Like he, he takes no takes no SHITE so Aaron it could be a very interesting couple of years for the Mayo lads hmm. yeah like um, like obviously yeah I was kind of putting my neck on the on the line I didn't want to be somewhere in between when I was kind of saying I didn't want to say like oh maybe they'll win it do you know that way like I was yeah. like I'll put my neck on the line for a crack and, and, and see what happens plenty of Plenty of abuse in the comments, anyway. So I uh, would so imagine great, so. Great, great to see it. Like you know, like it's kind of yeah. it's kind of funny where when you're talking about Mayo, if you criticise them, you get abuse from the the Mayo supporters, and then if you praise yeah. them too much, you get abuse from everyone else. It's it's, it's kind of funny sometimes. But in all seriousness, mm. though, I do I do think yeah. they do have a a great chance, though. Like I don't think they're a million miles away. Like I know, as you said, like with Keegan getting older, maybe the O'Shea's. I think realistically, mm. like it's probably time for Aiden O'Shea maybe to sort of be a bit more of an impact sub or, or something of that nature like i don't really know like you know i just think if you keep starting them over and over and over again hope for the best like it's a definition of insanity like expecting the expecting different results like but they do have a good squad good players you know i've done who conroy coming back from injury you know connor to come back or yeah yeah you know and uh, yeah another year for for o'connor recovering from from his injuries as i said before and then even you know as, as you were saying with McStay and what he's done with Ross Common, obviously winning a, a Connacht title, like it does seem like a very good appointment. Um, and maybe it's probably the last chance for you know that generation of players that probably came through under James Horn and sort of 2012 esque, you know, to, to maybe go on and do something. But it's going to be a rebuilding job. It's going to be interesting to see how long he is there as well. You know, like because you know is he going to is he going to be there long term? Is it short term? Mm. I'm not sure, but it's going to be an interesting mm. one nonetheless. Like. Ah, uh, yeah, no, definitely. I think bringing the likes of Kevin McStay in as well, I think it, it, it kind of does cry out that they, you know, I think it, it, it'll not be overnight. I think it will take a bit of time to get into him, you know, get used to his tactics, get used to Kevin as a man. We know, as you said in the podcast the other day, that he like he has an absolutely huge grow for football. So I think it will take time. I know the Mayo fans can get a bit impatient at times, but it's a project. He has the right men with him. Um, Lee McHale, God, one of the best male footballers to ever do it. Obviously, Rossford is a, he's a great brain for the game. So the right men's in place. I don't think it'll be just sharp, quick like that. It will be a process. Mm. Um, and I think at one, you know, something male fans should really be happy with because obviously after James Horan leaving, you're thinking, God, who's going to replace the man? Big shoes to fill. 
I really do think it's probably the best uh, Mayo lads could have uh, hoped for, or the Mayo for, uh, supporters, any and Mayo fans. It's the really, you know, it's it's the best they really could have hoped for because, you know, out there at the minute, there's not a whole pile of a pick. Yeah, like, and I know obviously, like, plenty of uh, even in the comments of that video as well, and even you know from looking online and and speaking to a lot of Mayo fans, like a lot of them were, but I suppose probably more so looking for an outside man. You know, maybe obviously McGuinness, Jim Gavin. I think those targets were probably very unrealistic. But nah, yeah, you know, people were talking yeah. about an Eamon Fitzmaurice or, or someone of that no. nature who maybe might yeah. have been a bit more realistic. And and you know, maybe an outside man would go in, you know, like and, and fix all this, you know, so-called internal problems that have been in there. Whether there's been so much internal problems, I don't know. Yeah. I think there, there have been internal problems probably in the past, but whether they're still yeah. there, but. What do you think? Are they yeah. right to, to stick inside or, or should they maybe have gone for an outside man? Yeah, no, it's funny you say that because I think Fitzmaurice kind of has said that he would only manage Kerry. Um, so I think that's yeah. that, that'd be his take on it. Don't get me wrong. Fitzmaurice is as cute as it comes, so he could be involved in any county setup. He could probably take his pick, but that's the word that I heard from the horse's mouth that he would only be interested in being involved in Kerry football. Um, Jim McGuinness, I think he just looks like he's following the soccer dream. Um how fruitful that is for him at the minute, I'm not sure. But obviously, the the the, the dough coming from it seems to be very good. Jim Gavin, I think Jim has probably has had his uh, like. I think look, the success he had with the Dublin lads, I think it, it that'll never be repeated again. I think if he was to step mm. into another intercounty ticket, manage another team, probably wouldn't be the same. Uh, the, the pressure would be too high because I'd say Gavin's probably doing a bit with his club, and I'd say that'd be that that'd be his uh, work done. And God, uh, I, I think he, he owes nothing to uh, anybody. So, three unbelievable men you'd love to have involved in any county team, but yeah, I think right. Look, if they are chasing that Sam McGuire dream, I think internally, I think they were absolutely bang on. I think Rochford must have a plan up his sleeve this time to you know finally get the lads over the line after God all these years and um bringing them in and obviously Kevin McStay like so look the right men are in place uh Kieran McDonald oh he of course he'd be gone now obviously he was part of Horns uh, backroom team but yeah look it, it I think they're dead right um it it probably is like as you rightly said a lot probably the last last hurrah for a lot of them Mayo lads but it could even be like this could be the one final like Christ I know there's been a lot of pushes now in the last couple of years but this this has to be the one final push um from from this man <laughs> team this group of players because look if it doesn't happen with this um with this um management team I I don't know what Mayo needs to do to go up the steps off the Hogan stand. Yeah, I mean, like, I suppose like what you were saying with Jim Gavin, like, I think maybe maybe he might come back to manage Dublin. That's me being hopeful at some point further down the line. But, um, but, but yeah, like, I do I do agree with you. And as you said there as well, like, I mean, like, they obviously have, like, with James Horn, he did introduce a lot of sort of under-20 footballers in the last kind of couple of seasons. And some of them have been very good in fairness. Like, so I, I don't really know, like, what's what, what's going to happen there. There will probably be a bit of a, a transition over the over the next couple of seasons. Alan says here, I didn't want Kevin, but having Stephen mm. Rochford as a backroom team is not good. Um, So there mm. you go. Like, I, I suppose some... It's it's been interesting, all right. There there has been, you know, I have seen a lot of Mayo fans happy with the decision, but there's been plenty of Mayo fans that probably aren't. Uh, it's hard to keep everyone happy well. too, Aaron. But like, it's all well and good. Like, if these if these men bring the Sam home to Mayo, you know, will, will Tom Dick and Harry mm. be given out? I'm not too sure, but look, it, I suppose yeah. it, I can understand probably maybe from the Rochester point of view because the fact he didn't get Mayo Mayo over the line that time, all them you know them couple of years ago. But who knows? You know, things might change this time. 
Yeah, yeah, like, and it, as you said, like, it's one of them where, you know, especially with the, the Mayo management role, like, because of, obviously, as you said, all the All-Ireland finals, all the heartbreak, it's, you know, it's it's so hard to, to, to make them happy, mm. I suppose, you know, after yeah. uh, after all they've probably gone through in the last couple of seasons. We were mentioning Kevin McStay and, and his previous man, uh, management employers in Roscommon. They're obviously looking for a managerial role and... um I mean, they haven't. It's kind of been all silence, really, in the county. Like you haven't really heard anything mm. come out. But a lot of silence. I've heard James Horan sort of been a man who's been linked here or there about potentially going to Ross Common. I mean, mm. it'd be like it'd be an interesting one him going there. I, I don't know. Like, but, but even Horan's tactics, like with Horan's tactics, suit that Ross Common team. Like, I'm not sure. Obviously, Horan was kind of mm. known for that kind of. You know, is is a defensive kind of football to a degree. I'm just not sure his tactics would suit that was common forward line. So I'm not sure. It's hard to know what James Horan like. You know, would he want to get involved with another county that's not Mayo? The commitment of it all. He was involved with Mayo football for so damn long. Like, will, like look at Horan. He could just jump back into Sky Sports too, but a punditure for them. I yeah. just think Horan might take the year out because I think Aaron Luck. Like it's funny, like we did, like a break from the GMK times, because obviously you know yourself and like me doing these podcasts, like you have a week or two off after the whole final, it probably does the world of good. But um, a, a bit of a break for football for Horn, I'd say, and I'd say he'd probably man some club team or get involved with his own club. I, I, I'm, I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure what was coming as much as maybe your common fans would love that. Yeah, like, and to be honest, like, I was fairly surprised Anthony Cunningham stepped away. I know he's been there, you know, quite yeah. a, a couple of years, and maybe you would say it went a little bit sour towards the end, but I just don't know, like, who else really is the, the obvious candidate. Mm. Like, he still won a, a Connacht title. Like, fair enough, they had that disaster against Clare, um, obviously in the in the qualifiers, and they have, they've had an awful record at Crow Park in, in, in the All-Ireland Championship in the last, Jesus, God knows how many years, but... Like, what were your thoughts on, on Cunningham stepping down as as was common manager? Like, it did surprise a lot of people. Maybe for some people that also say, well, look, maybe it's time for, for fresh ideas. Yeah, like, I think it maybe does refer back to this point. And it, it's all well and good, maybe the likes of us or people tweeting or putting stuff up online about, oh, sure, Cunningham done this, X, Y, or Z. It probably does keep boiling back down to the fact that, Aaron, and fair play to any manager doing it at the minute, it is very, very much time consuming. And I know a lot of people talking about the expenses and maybe the few bob you get. But look, I was only talking to was it Marty Curry, the former Calvin coach there a couple of weeks ago, and he was just telling me he was part of the backroom team and the time that goes into it, the off-pitch analysis, the on-pitch analysis, video analysis, like your family might not give, even get a look in the time. So I just think for a lot of men, it does, and I, no matter what stage you are at life, it does seem to be very much time-consuming. And I just think it seems to be going the way that a lot of a lot of men might just be happy to be doing the bit of media work for your off the balls, your uh, any podcasts out there, RTE, Sky Sports, BBC. That seems to be the more fruitful avenue to go down. You know, give your opinion on a Sunday, give your opinion on a on a Friday, Saturday, whatever. Um, yeah, whatever day of the week, and I really think that's the avenue a lot of men seem to be seeking. It just seems to be the time going into it, Aaron, and a lot of lads just can't seem to do it unless unless. You're going to be winning a Connacht title, an Ulster Championship, a Monster Championship, Leinster, All Ireland, whatever it may be, Aaron. Mm. If you're not going to be winning any of them top honours, it looks like it's a waste of time. Yeah, it is a huge. Well, sorry, no, not a waste of time, but sorry, sorry. Like, it's very much time consuming if you're not getting the top honours. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose like with this Halchin Cup obviously coming in, that does I think give more true, yeah, sort of more more opportunities for them sort of counties if they can build. Like you look like a county, you look at a county like Sligo getting to the semi finals, for example, probably should have beaten yourselves, but um, but but didn't on the day. Like, <laughs> but, you know, like so, like the, the, there is room for, for for optimism there. Like you know, like when you when you do kind of look back at it. But Gary says it, or Gavin says here. Pat Flanagan was, was also that. mentioned for the Russ Common job, and yeah, like he's done. I think he's the manager of Podrick Pierce's, who, who, who's won a, a couple of uh, You're right. county yeah. titles and won the Connor Club Championship last year. So yeah, I suppose yeah. like he would be the the obvious candidate there, wouldn't he? Like given what he's what he's done with with Podrick Pierce's, I have heard he's been linked with Longford as well. Um, but I think if you're if you're choosing between Roscommon and and Longford, like I think, and uh, even Billy O'Loughlin stepping down from Longford, I, I couldn't really understand yeah. that because like, I I had him on a pod there a couple of months ago, and Christ, he looked. I think it's work commitments that has ruled himself out of that job, or mm. that's why he had to uh, step down. But God, no, like it, he it, like he looked like he was all guns blazing for that job. It's a pity, but again, Aaron, it keeps the point back down to the fact uh, a lot of these boys don't have time to do it. Yeah, but things can change so quickly though as well. Like, and yeah. and obviously because it's an amateur sport. Like, I mean, a lot of these, I know some managers might be getting, um, you know, a nice, a nice, a nice bit of quid, but a lot of them probably aren't at the same time, you know, or, or probably aren't maybe being looked after. So, like, I think if you get a a lovely job, you know, maybe in your in your personal life, you know, like you're probably more inclined to to take it and then leave. That. You know, and it, 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 you had in the past, you know. But it keeps referring back to this point. Like, if you have a nice little number outside of football and the likes of Off the Ball ring you, RTE ring you, Sky Sports, anyone at all, BBC, as I mentioned a couple of minutes ago, that, and I know I'm putting blue in the face saying that, that seems to be the more fruitful avenue for a lot of, like, the likes of Oshie McConville there. Like, I know he's been mentioned part of that Mayo coaching ticket. He was mentioned for the Monaghan job, but that man looks happier to be doing what he's doing. Um, it's it's a nice few quid. You get to go to all the games. You get to talk about all the games, and you're not involved in the intercounty circus to a, to a degree. Aaron, at the best times, mm. you know, yeah like, like and I, yeah. And I suppose like when you look at some managerial, um, you know, uh, managers who actually left their roles, and like it just only in the last couple of days that probably do affirm, reaffirm that point as well. Like Billy Lee leaving Limerick was was one. That yeah, I don't anyway. understand that either. Yeah. Mm. Considering, like you know, obviously he's been there. I think he's been there like five or six years, or he was there for really stability. Yeah, yeah. Took them over in Division Four, brought them all the way up to Division Two. Um, but I suppose like it's one of them things you never know what's going on in someone's personal life, obviously, mm -hmm. and you, you just mm -hmm. don't know like what can what can be going on sometimes. But to get them up to Division Two, and obviously Limerick is a county, you know, they have a a lot of you know, resources, obviously, you know, thanks to JP McManus, um, you know, and obviously they have their own academy down there. And, and if else, Limerick's you know. looking for a two managers, me and you, uh, I, 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 if, well, as long as the travel expenses are sorted. So as someone said to me the other day, get the helicopter sorted. <laughs> yeah, I think a helicopter there would be the safest bet, to be honest, because I think, you know, going into Limerick, you mightn't, mightn't make it out of there, uh, you know, to be honest. That's a beautiful spot. It was at a wedding there a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's, it's it's it spot. actually is. Like, to be fair, Limerick actually gets a, a bad It, it gets a rap, toast, I think. Yeah, you know, you know when it when actually it's 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 actually lovely fairly spot. lovely county and people there are very people, nice as well. I, I agree with all that. I agree with all that. No, I was yeah, just referring to that. Aaron, um, I was absolutely shocked with Billy Lee. Um, I couldn't believe it. Um, a word in the street is players wanted him out, which I couldn't really 
understand mm-hmm. either because like if he has so if he's had such success in the last couple of years and brought Limerick up tenfold as a football in county, I couldn't really understand maybe there, if there was a fallen out. Is it you see we don't know where and like obviously with Billy hasn't released a statement or there hasn't been much murmurs, but the murmurs I've got is the players wanted him out. So I'm not, I don't know if anyone can fill us in about that. Yeah, it's interesting. Like I know Danny Neville opted out last year. Um you want to say he, Gary Neville there. <laughs> Gary, Gary Neville, yeah. Gary Neville coming back, you know, from uh from, from Punditry. He's, he's sticking his hat in with uh with Limerick, you know. This is Manchester United. <laughs> yeah. This is uh this is Limerick, you know. Um <laughs> but yeah, no, like Danny Neville anyway, like he was he was a good footballer to be fair, like and he, he opted out last year and you don't know why, like sometimes when players opt out, so you know, mm. could it could 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 have that something have got to do with it? Like I did see Ian Corbett's tweet, like and obviously he was wishing him well and saying, mm. you know, Limerick is in you know so much a better position now, like given the fact that he was he was manager there. Like the stuff I suppose you'd expect to hear though, like you know, like players yeah. are hardly gonna go on Twitter and start going, you know, mental at the at the manager. Although stranger things have have happened in the past. But as you said there, like it, it is a strange one and it's you know, it's it's hard to know really who would be the the manager manager that would go in there. I'm sure Limerick do have some enticements there, maybe to get a, a big name in. And mm. I know, like, you know, I've seen on Twitter like a few people mentioning Paul Kinnerk uh, as a potential candidate. Although, like, he's been the second hand man to, to John Coyley with the Limerick Hurlers, but he actually was previously a, a Limerick footballer, and he's he had like he, he has his own academy there, like that he kind of spearheads there. So. I don't know. Like, I mean, it's probably the not a lot of, yeah. Yeah, the worrying thing from a Limerick footballing point of view, they've made absolutely unbelievable strides. The one thing, and don't get me wrong, I know when I'm with a big figure like big Billy Lee leaves, but Billy Lee, me and you, like, sang his praises all year on the podcast, your podcast, mm. my podcast. I think standards might drop if when, 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 like, when that man, obviously, when he's not around next January, next, next February. So the replacement will need to be good. If not, Limerick football could go into uh, to serious decline again. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. You know, like it's, uh, yeah, yeah, like it's 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 a strange one, all right. Like, and it is because it's going to be tough for them in Division Two next year. Like, you would, mm. I think, everyone probably would say, like, they probably are going to be one of the favourites to to get relegated, even though they've made great strides. Like, but Division Two is going to be a minefield really next year. It's going to be very very tough for them to get out of there. So, yeah, you know, I mean, the, the mighty dubs in there. Like, I mean. You know, like Derry, Kildare. It'll suit you know, up the ground that next oh, year too, man. big man. Like, because if you think about it, you will walk Division Two, get the players' confidence up again, walk Leinster, and then Sam could be coming home in twenty twenty three. Yeah, well, I suppose we'll stay on the topic of of the dubs then. Desi Farrell. <laughs> Why did uh, he open my mouth? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose you kind of walked yourself into it there, you know. Of like, course, I mean, it did. We, we were, as usual. We were going to go to Longford there because uh, Jack in the in the comments there has given us a bit of breaking news. Um, oh, about, about a former oh. Dublin man, actually, Paddy Christie, apparently new Paddy uh, Christie. new Longford manager. Ooh. Haven't seen that being confirmed yet. But that would Jack be is, very uh, interesting. He's a yeah. Longford. He's a Longford fan, to be fair. So I, I, I do trust you there, Jack, that you're giving us. Uh, reliable information but um but yeah i mean that would be that would be an interesting appointment wouldn't it would it would and paddy christie has done unbelievable work with the tip lads he's done unbelievable work with his club ballymun players mm. would want to play for that man he demands respect he gets respect um he's a god in ballymun ga circles don't get me wrong that probably hasn't a whole point to do with longford but i think the longford players would buy into what he's doing that would be some appointment. That would be some appointment. But our good friend, Jeremy Mass, might be able to confirm that with us. 
Yeah, if the breaking news could just slow down here for a few minutes, because Matthew Hurley's also saying here that uh, Eamon Murray has stepped oh, down as the Calvin man. manager. So, um, Calvin man, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I would have said he would have been a great man for your own county if, um, yeah. you know, if Mickey Graham didn't didn't stay on there. But, yeah, you know, if the breaking news could just slow down for a minute here, just so we can, you know, we can keep the structure of the show, like, just got news coming in left, right, and center. There's no like structure to our show, Aaron. I feel like it's, it's, it's transfer it. deadline day here, and as things yeah. going left, right, and center, and I'm you, like, me, me, you, yeah. me, you could replace uh, Cammy and uh, Cammy and Jeff, is it or Cammy and is it Jeff? Jeff Stellan and Cammy. Yeah, she's that'll be some, yeah, that'll be some job. Yeah, in the worry, God, if, if that's true, holy moly, um, maybe the the, the tides turn and Vicky Wall gone to mm. Australia. Um, that could be a huge that it will will be a huge loss for me, me, ladies, and maybe Eamon is saying to himself, the cracks over, that's. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I wonder, like, if, you know, like, maybe Eamon just wants to take a break or whatever, but I'd say he'd be a very sought-after manager, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Like, I think there'll be a lot of, you know, senior teams and ladies' football and men's football as well. Like, I think that would, that would really be after his services, like, especially after you've seen what he done with the, the Mead ladies. Like, off the top of my head, I can't really... It's hard to know, like, where, where he'd go or, or, or what. You know, there's probably no big jobs there off the top of my head. You know, maybe... Well, maybe even a Monaghan he goes to Cavan's rivals how about that oh god he'd be he wouldn't be welcome back into into Cavan if he'd that no <laughs> no it's a very interesting time with that if that is true and obviously Mr Hurley's a very reliable man from Cork there um, if that is true I think he's probably it, it might be an offer to senior inter-county men's job so it's interesting timing for Mr Murray to do that so uh, we wish him well with his endeavours apparently he's in the Wicklow oh Okay. Interesting, yeah. Interesting. That is an interesting right. one because I know they lost their manager mid-season last year. Oh, what in, was his name again? Yeah. Brought um, in new, brought in new management halfway through the season. So yeah, that's that's that that would be an interesting one, all right. But I mean, look, I mean, when you seen what he done with the the Mead ladies, he went into a team that was you know struggling to get out of intermediate level. Wicklow, many people would say, are Talchian Cup. Standards could this be the moment that he goes into Wicklow, wins the Talchian Cup, and then wins the All Ireland next year? <laughs> Jesus, holy moly! Uh, big expectations there, my man. Uh, it'd be like Mick O'Dwyer back uh, for Wicklow back in the good days. Um, ah, look, that'd be a huge, mm. huge ask. Um, even with Mr. Furlong uh, retiring from the Wicklow uh, full forward line crisis, he destroyed us back uh, last year. But ah, be a huge ask, but for Murray to go to Wicklow, but. Look, stranger things seem to be happening, but the timing of it with all the senior men's intercounty jobs going at the minute, I think Mr. Murray must be smelling another job. Yeah, yeah. Well, either way, it'd be interesting certainly to to see where uh, to see where he goes. Well, I suppose we were speaking about Dublin there, and then all of a sudden all the, the breaking news just started coming in left, right, and centre and kind of threw us off there. But I mean Desi yeah. Farrell staying on as as Dublin manager, I know it's kind of been discussed and you know, I put out my own video on it already. Yeah. And a couple of people have kind of had their two cents on it. And it's, you know, <clears> like it probably is the right decision to keep him on, Um, you know, given, you know, how, you know, how we nearly beat Kerry, you know, we were inches away from, from beating the eventual All-Ireland champions. And there probably wasn't an obvious candidate out there in terms of within the county. Like, but what do you think with Desi? I mean, two more years, uh, obviously two-year term. What do you reckon? Yeah, look, look, we have to kind of keep remembering the fact, like, and this is the probably the, the big point in this. Like, if 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 
like it, it's plain to be seen. If Conor Callum was playing against Kerry that day, Dublin were winning that game. I think that's the bottom line. They just needed that bit of extra quality up front. If Mister if Mister Callum was playing, I think Farrer Dersey does deserve it. Um, you know, I just think at the minute, as you've rightly said a couple of months ago, I've just you wouldn't be too sure of the other candidates to step in if he was to go. Um, mm. I know there was a couple of candidates there a couple of weeks ago that was being talked about, but it just didn't really look like it was Declan Darcy. I know, but he's gone to Leinster Rugby now, hasn't he? Um. So I just don't think the replacements were going to be there. I think Desi does deserve it. We have to remember the fact he won the All-Ireland 2020. Uh, I know Mayo bet them in 2021 in the All-Ireland final. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, God, there we oh, go. Geez, you're, uh, you're steering it up here now in the comments. I mean, we'll have to mute you now in a minute. <laughs> Uh, 2022, Kerry beat them. So, look, Ke- Dublin have been very, very damn close. Um, they have won the All Ireland. Obviously, they won the Leinster title in the last couple of years. So, look, I think Dublin will be there, there, but again next year. I think I, I, I've always said that stability is important in any walk of life, especially in sport. I think he de- definitely does uh, deserve another two years. I think you know this year the league didn't go well for Dublin, but I think the championship they got their house in order once again. He looks like he has the players playing on his side. One thing I did hear, I think was it you said it. If Brian Fenton might be going traveling next year, is it you said that to me? So if that's true. Was, yeah. That, yeah, that could be yeah. that could be a huge loss to the Dublin lads. But um, mm. look, I think he deserves it. He deserves it. He's a Dublin legend. At the minute, there wasn't looking like there was going to be a good replacement. I still feel Kieran Whelan would be a good man to take on the Dubs, but that's all for the bit. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and yeah, I, I did hear Brian Fenton was going traveling as well. I'm not too sure where I heard that, but um, but yeah, like I mean, he's if, working yeah, too if, hard. If, it's it. Oh yeah, you know, especially you know, man and man in the midfield, and obviously around Rahini as well. Like, you probably don't blame him for leaving, really. Like, you know, <laughs> oh, there we go. I know, no, Rahini, Rahini's a nice area. You know, it's not too far from where I live, so I kind of. I know it's all right. You know, great, great players there. You know, Kieran Whelan and um, Brian Brian Howard. You know. Um, so good, uh, good club there. They don't not as good as Whitehall are at the minute, or, or you're, you're, yeah, yeah. There must be something there at Whitehall, there must be something there. You keep mentioning them, so there must be there. Thereabouts, but no, look, yeah, Desi, no, look, referring back to it, he does deserve that extra year. Um, I just think like it's all well and good. I'll oh, get rid of him, get rid of him. And I know in the heat of the moment, I know the I can be frustrated after Calvin games if we get bet in big games, and oh, you can be frustrated, and it's heat of the moment. Two or three days later, you're thinking to yourself, right. Maybe it was a bit of an overreaction, or maybe like things aren't as bad as they seem. I just think, yeah, look, see how they go. He's got two years. If things don't go right, maybe next year, maybe mm. after next year. But look, it just didn't look like there was candidates there for this year, Aaron, or next yeah. year. So if he was going to go, but I just get this feeling. I think Kieran Whelan would be mighty for the dubs because he's a Dublin legend. The players would love him. I'm amazed his name has not been thrown around for the Dublin job in the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one, and it would keep up the the trend, all right, of uh, of forty pundits going into <laughs> going into management. I mean, Kieran Whelan versus Calm O'Rourke on the sidelines. I mean, that would be uh, that would be, be a fight. That'd be feisty, wouldn't it? Um, I'm not too sure. Like, I don't, I don't think he's really been involved in management since he left. Might maybe have been involved with his club or Clubs something or something. Nature. No, he's done diddly squat. But to get, I keep saying yeah. it to Warren. Like, it, it, God, there's a lot to be said for the punditry. Like, mm-hmm. it does look so tasty. And then, like, you get obviously these cases of lads wanted the manage county team. So we've seen the last couple of weeks. But look, Aaron, I just it, it just it just depends if you have your nine to five job and then you have your games at the weekend. You come home, you don't have to worry about it. Maybe it's that night, and then you're free for the week again. County management every single day of the week. So. Hmm. You know, I think COVID's gave a lot of people a good chance to weigh up their time. 
Yeah, like, and well, even like putting them, like, even if you, something you could do is have a manager of the minors or the under 20s or something like that, a bit like Tommaso Shea, like, so he could build. Well, maybe he hasn't been banned at the post. Yeah, yeah, because he could still, like, I'm pretty sure he could still manage the under 20s and then do punditry as well, yeah. like, you know, like, so he could still probably now, now obviously, it's you know, like, he, he probably doesn't have that much time on his hands, like, but um, at the same time, yeah, hands, it, it, it is, it hands. is an interesting shout, and you know, I mean. Like even Jason Sherlock's obviously another name who's kind of been linked Ooh, left, right, and stuff there, yeah. left, left, right, and center. I mean, he was linked with Monaghan. Obviously, that that hasn't Fair gone through. Yeah. yeah, hasn't hasn't gone through. Like, I mean, he was managing he was managing the Dublin Miners there, and it didn't go too well. To be honest, they lost mm. to Longford. Um, you know, but he was obviously heavily involved with, uh, with with Jim Gavin during their five in a row. And and obviously, if you watch the Jason Sherlock documentary, like which I did a couple um, of weeks ago, actually, yeah. Yeah, like he kind of, he, he certainly did play a huge role, obviously in in Dublin's oh, huge, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I I don't know. Like I mean, could he be an option further down the line? I don't know. But as you said, I think yeah. Desi's probably the right man for now. Yeah, for absolutely for now. Like even we we'll touch him on him in a second. But even the fact that that with deal fell through or whatever was happening there, because Jason's name was being bandied about for the last couple of weeks. I don't know how Monaghan didn't close out the deal or whatever the hell was going on there, but um, I really do feel, yeah, like Sherlock probably will jump into the Dublin things again, but look, it, it was watershed moment that time winning the five in a row. Very much like Jim Gavin is a kind of sign off on that note and then let Dublin kind of just, you know, let, let, let whoever kind of take on the role now for the next couple of years, but Sherlock, yeah, he'd be a great man to have about the place, but I don't know what happened between that and Monaghan because how they didn't get, get it over the line, I'm not sure. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Like, obviously, Monaghan, your your second favorite county. I mean, what's <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's got what's going on? No one, no one wants the job, or or Ooh. they can't seem to get anyone over the line. I mean, yeah, could they could they be going back to Maliki O'Rourke? Could Paddy Tyler Maliki Maliki's been Maliki's been talked about Donny Gall apparently. So uh, we'll have to mm. wait and see with that. Um, yeah, look, like, Monaghan, it's a, a very interesting one. I think it would be a good job to take because I think. There's probably, as the boys are saying in the group chat the other day, I think there's one more push maybe from McManus and the likes of Darren Hughes, Kieran Hughes. And I really feel like it's probably one more year for a lot of them boys. And I think uh, Monaghan probably, the fans probably will realise Conor McManus can't go on for forever. And we've seen maybe glimpses of McManus coming near the end and some of them big games and the Ultra Championship. Um, so look, I don't know what's really going on in Monaghan, how there hasn't been like a bit of white smoke. And I know in fairness... Um, I was watching a club, a club game on a calf stream there last night and one of the pundits was just saying that, um, you know, a lot of counties seem to be rushing and there is so much time because, like, you know, yeah. it's only starting in the club championship. So a lot of counties are thinking, oh, God, we need to get lads in. It's only the end of August. Club, county really starts back for a lot of lads, well, at the end of October, November. So there is time, but it's very weird to have a closed deals out. But again, Aaron, it keeps referring back to my point. Do men have time to manage the inter-county teams at the minute? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, no, and it, it is an interesting one, all right. Like, and as you said, there, like Mal- Malachi O'Rourke could could potentially be be on the way to Donegal. And Rory did say say here, who would be the new Donegal senior football manager? I mean, it was seen on Twitter like a lot of people calling for for Paddy Tally, like for from Donny, you know, a lot of Donegal fans calling for Paddy Tally maybe to to go in there as as manager. Like we've all seen the the job he's done since he's come into the to the Kerry panel. Um, and sort of some of the, the defensive principles that have been yeah. instilled into that Kerry team, you know, maybe they wouldn't have won the All-Ireland if, if Paddy Talley hadn't have gone in there. Now, it's a hard one to know because, you know, on one hand side, you'd say, oh, well, he, he, he shouldn't leave Kerry because, you know, he's 
he's in there. It's a cozy gig. He's, you know, part of the best team in the country. Yeah. But at the yeah. same time, you know, a chance to really put your stamp down as a senior manager. I know he was managing down there for, for a couple of years and obviously down is probably their own mess at the moment. But, yeah. you know, going in, Donegal, like, fair enough, he is a Tyrone man and there is a rivalry between Donegal and Tyrone. Ah, but, yeah. you know, going, in, going into Donegal, you know, a team that is probably going to be there, thereabouts in the Ulster Championship, like... You know, they might drop off a little bit, but they still have a great team. So, you know, mm. I think I think it would be a no-brainer personally. But what do you think? Yeah, like I think it, the fun thing is with Paddy Talley, it will be very interesting to see what he does end up doing. Because obviously you have this thing of, you know, was that All-Ireland with Jack O'Connor? I'm presuming Jack will stay on with Kerry next year. But was that the All-Ireland to kind of get the show on the road and then some man comes in taking place? Or was Paddy mm. Talley, was that a one-year po- project with the Kerry lads? Will he, him and Jack continue on next year? It'll be very, well, I can presume with Jack will, but will Paddy be there next year? So look, it's an exciting bit of movement like is Paddy Talley a good coach is he a good manager like he done an unbelievable job as blatantly obvious as to see with the Kerry lads in the defensive back line so is he a good coach instead of manager it seems to be that way so like would he be part of a ticket for another county team maybe a part of a ticket for a county team for the Donegal lads is he the main man I'm not sure but mm. by the looks of things at this minute in time he looks like a very good coach yeah, absolutely. And he's obviously, you know, extremely young as well. Like he's got plenty, plenty of years still, like still, you know, fur- further down the line to, to make up his his decision. And I'm sure he's in he's in no rush. But in terms of the Donegal management in, in general, like what do you it's a hard one As you said, Maliki Maliki O'Rourke, you think is is gonna be the main man there or or, or what do you reckon? Well, yeah, there was, there was heavy, heavy, heavy talk with uh, Rory Kavanagh being the uh, the new manager to Donegal lads and like the lads in our group chat were absolutely convinced he was going to be former Donegal player Rory Kavanagh. But I just, I don't know if there's heavy links with a lot of these lads and like I know it keeps it, maybe the point I make about maybe time for a lot of lads, but it's just weird if lads are heavily linked. You wonder what kind of happens. Is there just a breakdown in communication? Um, You, you kind of wonder like what, like what, what's the story or why are these counties kind of not confirming these things? And don't get me wrong, there is times for a lot of county and maybe you, you hope a lot of counties just don't rush into a decision, but it's just there has been no white smoke from these counties. But Rory Cavan again, heavily, heavily linked. A lot of lads were saying he's got the job home and hose. Still no confirmation about it. Malik O'Rourke would be an unbelievable man, I think, for modern football again. If he was to come back, he would get so much out of them lads that's coming near the end. So I think Maliki would be an, would be an unbelievable lads, uh, manager for the modern team. But Donegal, he'd be very good with them too as well because obviously you see the likes of Murphy and McBrady and someone like McBrady's not coming near the end at all. But I think he'd get so much more out of them lads. And like, like who was it? Was, it was a Marty Corr who sent to me a few weeks. Donegal's probably not in transition. They just need a bit of a tweak, a bit of coaching towards the likes of Ryan McHugh, Michael Murphy, mm-hmm. Patrick Brady, all these great players. And they'll be back once again. So Maliki, Maliki really probably could take either job and get on really well because he's a fantastic manager. Yeah, and another county in Ulster who's trying to get back to their best or, or try and improve anyway. And it's been a bit of a mess, obviously, there the last couple of years is down. And we've seen Conor Laverty go in there. He's obviously been heavily involved with heavily involved with Kilku, as we very well know, like as a as a player, as a coach, and he's obviously been involved with the down under twenties as well. It's an interesting one him going in there because you know, mm. we've seen sort of the you know, it's weird with Down, there's there's always seems to be sort of Kilku versus Down and like they're two, mm-hmm. you know, Kilku and Down, there's two different things. Some players are playing for Kilku, some are playing with Down, mm-hmm. you know, some players are speaking out about, about the Down, you know, county team and everything else Messy. and just all sorts of madness. But now they've got, you know, Connor Laverty in there, 
you know, could he be the man maybe to unite down, maybe get those players on side, get the Kilku lads in the team, and maybe down, you know, if they get those lads in the team in Division 3 next year, you know, maybe they could make a push for something. Ah, yeah, we'll definitely make a, a push for promotion, make no doubt about it. It just depends what the Kiku lads kind of want to do because the likes of Paul Devlin, I suppose he's 32 now and, um, you know, you obviously, uh, the Rooney's and then you've obviously the Brannigans as well. So look, I, like we, I know me and you said it a couple of months ago, but are some of these lads just happy out playing for Kiku because Kiku, but the sounds of it seems like a county set up um, the way they train, the way they apply themselves. So it's probably as good as, so maybe they're mm. just happy with their lot with Kiku, like the cross, great cross McGlenn teams in the last couple of years. So it will be interested to see if he can get them lads in because I think for the future and benefit of down football I think he will need to get them lads in Lafferty is an unbelievable coach by all accounts I'm hearing unbelievable things about him uh, Marty Clark the former down player has obviously gone in with, uh, with Connor so it's a, mm. yeah, I think Lafferty he, he will be a sensational um, addition he just as you rightly said will need to get the boys back and Caelan Mooney has unfortunately done his ACL again I think so he could be out for Jesus, the middle of 2023, so he'll miss a lot of football next year. But he, I think he did. He, did he opt out for the Tottenham Cup this year? I think did he yeah, opt out for the Yeah, he's in a great relationship, yeah. Yeah, like when I heard him on uh, Colin Parkinson's podcast, like just a brief clip of, of him saying that he wouldn't be going back to, to down anytime soon. Now, obviously, there must have been some sort of fall now between him and James so McCartan. So disappointing, yeah. yeah. You know, James McCartan, obviously not no longer the manager, so maybe with someone new in there, he will come fresh back. Fresh ideas, fresh thinking. Oh. 100% like it, it would be good to see a strong down because like the likes of Armaz coming up again um, obviously ourselves if we can just kind of keep pushing up through the divisions uh, I think Monaghan seem to be kind of regressing a good lot you've Donegal there Tyrone so it'd be great to see a very strong Ulster you need a strong down down as you said numerous times is an unbelievably good for the football and tradition county um, last appearance in all Ireland back in 2010 the likes of Coult and the boys so look it'd be great to see a strong down again I think Lafferty would be brilliant. He, like, I think he really would get the lads playing for him. He seems like just an, such an infectious man. But I think it's not great sounding. I know things probably did go stay with McCartan madly to think because he's such a legend within down circles. But whatever happened, but it's, not, it's just not great when the likes of Mooney's coming out saying X, Y, and Z, the Kiku boys saying that you're on the year from such a proud football county. So I really think it's up to Lafferty now to just get that pride and just get down playing good football again because God help, like there's some unbelievable players. Hmm. Yeah, like and just to think as well, like if down were competitive and they did, you know, get those lads on board and you know maybe Kayla Mooney comes back in for 2024 or whatever, you know maybe they're back in Division Two and you know like it'd be great to see them be competitive because I mean like with the Ulster Championship, like it'd be almost as competitive as it's ever been really if you mm -hmm. if you were to think about it, like. When you look mm. at Derry, you know, you look at Monaghan, oh, obviously, Derry, of course, you know, too. Yeah, geez, you know yeah. Armagh, Donegal, Tyrone, and, you know, even yourselves, like, I mean, to be fair, you did win the Ulster Championship in, in 2020, like, so, I mean, geez, like, Ulster would be fairly competitive, I mean, it would be, mm. you know, you'd be a brave man to, to predict who oh, would win it. Yeah, no, definitely, and that's what I'm kind of saying, like, it would be unbelievable, it would be brilliant to see down being strong again, and like, it will be so hard to even call Ulster next year, and I know a lot of people are saying Armagh with an early shout, and obviously yeah, we'll touch on Armagh in a couple of seconds, but with, with their latest news, but um, no, look, it will be very competitive, you need a strong down again, and I know the likes of Don O'Hare and the boys are really trying to keep the show on the road, but um, look, I think Lafferty is the right man to bring that uh, project forward, he will really care about the job, you know, He'll have he, like he put his heart on the line. He put his neck in the line. He has put his neck in the line. It's great to see Marty Clark. Jesus, Marty Clark even kind of coming in to coach the lads too. So, 
yeah, it, in fairness, it's 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 like probably for want of a better phrase, um, um, Aaron, it's it's the kick up the arse down football needed. Yeah, and obviously we were mentioning West Meath earlier, like and, and Jack Cooney obviously stepped away. That news broke earlier. In a similar fashion to the Billy Lee um sort of news, like with him leaving, like I found that a little bit surprising as well. Yeah. Like given the fact that they won they won a Talchin yeah. Cup. I know he's been there a couple of years and, and everything else, but you know, age profile seems fairly good there. I know Heslin's maybe, you know, getting on a bit, but at the same time, I still think he's got you know, good couple more years and in, in the, the West Meat jobs are in you know? an exciting job. Like I'm telling you, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Like, I mean, you know, going into Division 3 where they're probably going to build a bit of a win and run. And even at that, like, they have a, an All-Ireland place guaranteed with winning the Talchian Cup. So, you know, Westmead are, are, are in a good position. It's hard to know really who would be the man. Like, you'd nearly think Eamon Murray would be a great shout there. Um, yeah, you know, Desi Dolan, does he just make the step up and manage them now after being part of uh, Cooney's backroom team? That could be a big shout. You have Dennis Glennon. There the last couple of years he could come in as a coach. So look, Westmead probably won't be stuck, but you could just probably see the transition now of Desi De- Desi Dolan getting that job. I'm not sure. Like, um, geez, that's probably from your much probably from your delight uh, if, if, if Desi maybe did get the Westmead job. Um, just much for a lot of our delights, holy moly. Um, but yeah, I think Desi would be a good replacement, Darren. Much to your thrilled face. Yeah, look, I'm sure it would uh, it would please some, some some family members. All right, you know they'd be they'd be very happy. I'm sure they'd get very excited, and you know maybe Westmead for Sam would be a, a running thing going into going into next year. But like in all yeah. seriousness, like you know, like obviously they won't be competing for for the All Ireland All Ireland or anything like that. But I mean, having won the Talchin Cup last year, and like you see Ronan O'Toole and Ray Cannell and Sam McCartan, these lads, like geez, they've got a great great team, and you know even, for, even even to get an outside man in there, like. Jeez, like it would be, it would be a good role to go into. I think, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like, and like, like it, it's funny. Like, I was talking to Sam McCartan a couple of weeks ago, and like, and I probably did watch the Tottenham Cup final back like once or twice. And like Westmead played some absolutely lovely, lovely football in it. Like, there's some unbelievable. Like, when you look at their team from one to fifteen, it's a very strong mm. team. The likes Canel and McCartan, um, obviously John Heslin up top, O'Toole. Like, they are some sensational footballers. It's kind of like believe. It's kind of like um, Westmead don't believe in their own hype, in their own ability. Like, I know they got over the line against us, but look, there's some unbelievable footballers. So look, if the right man comes into place, there. Maybe, maybe make a bit of a push in Leinster. You know, like I know, obviously Dublin probably will dictate that now for the next couple of years. It'd be maybe great to see a bit of a change in the guard. Obviously, with me trying to make a push, Kildare. But um, yeah, it's an exciting prospect for any man to come in there. But you would probably think that Daisy Dolan will make the step up. Yeah, absolutely. And Jack Nulty says here, big loss for Westmead, but they have good players. They will get someone. They're not a bad team. Some GA role he got. Yeah, 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 something like that, I think. Yeah, so no, look, fair play. Like, that's a it's a great role. And I suppose it's one of them things where, you know, better opportunities come along, like you're you're certainly going to take it. Um, I suppose near to Westmead is is Mead, and we've seen them get, Calm O'Rourke again, probably something that has been quite over discussed at this point. But I mean, what's what's your thoughts on that and him going into into that role, like having been out of, you know, never managed at senior level. And, you know, like he obviously did a bit of work with his club and everything else. And I think he won a few county titles down there. Um, mm-hmm. But he's obviously been heavily involved with the Sunday game and putting the tree. And he's he's been certainly st- sticking his neck out on the line and criticising teams quite a lot down the years so mm-hmm. fair play to him you have to admire his bottle like he could have very well stayed high up in the stands criticising everyone else um, but in he goes to the 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, having a few having a few donuts or whatever, you know, he'll just be eating sort of during podcasts and everything else. But look, nonetheless, obviously him going in there as mead manager, like it's hard to know what he'll actually do there, but at the same yeah. time, like fair play, like you, you can't really discredit it. Like Oh no, definitely. Like and it's it's probably a long, long, long time coming, much like Kevin McStay with the Mayo lads, but I think with Mr. O'Rourke, look, I think it's restoring the pride in the jersey again. I'm not sure will they be winning the Leicester Championship next year. Try maybe get a bit of promotion or just get the lads playing for me football. Um, disappointing year this year. Weak, weak effort against Dublin in the Leicester Championship. And I think the likes of, like, I'm watching Jordan Morris in the Cavan Club Championship at the minute. He's shooting the absolute mm. lights out for Kingscourt. He's absolutely flying. He's a whiz kid of a player. It's nearly like Kingscourt aren't getting enough out of him, even though he's probably doing a lot by himself. He's brilliant. He's a joy to watch. So the likes of him, he probably will obviously love to learn off uh, Colin Rourke and come in. So I just think, Aaron, it's probably just to restore a bit of pride in meet football. What that is, I am not sure. Is it making them competitive against likes of Dubs, the Kildares, the West Meads of this world, the Leicester Championship? Is it just to just get, get lads back playing for me? Because obviously, I know Andy McAtee did do his best with the Mead lads, and it's a very tough gig to be in. And obviously, the Mead fans do, um, you know, expect a lot. But it's just Aaron at the end of the day, it's probably just to restore that bit of pride, get lads back playing, and um. Uh, look, are they going to be winning the Sams and Leinster? Well, maybe make a push at Leinster, but the Sams of this world, I'm not too sure because look, that me team, when O'Rourke was playing, I can't see that being replicated for some time. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and I, th- I think the main thing for, like, uh, his main his main thing anyway is, as manager of Mead has, has really been, or sort of as player for Mead or the benchmark was always sort of beating Dublin and Look, I don't think they will be beating Dublin anytime soon. Um, mm. But I do think, look, I think the main thing is just be competitive. Just, you know, put in a yeah. fight, you know, make it a close game. A bit like what they did there two years ago when they brought it down to a three-point game going into extra time. Like, I mean, or going into injury time. Just be competitive, you know. Like, they, they've plenty of very good players. And, you know, like even getting Harry Hogan in, in goals last year was a, was a good find. And as you said, Jordan Morris is... An exceptional player like Jack O'Connor, their own Jack O'Connor, I suppose you could say, mm-hmm. like was looking fairly decent last year. So plenty mm-hmm. of good teams. And I think for me, like, you know, main thing is just be competitive, get back up to division one. Um, like it is interesting, all right, because you don't see it obviously as a long-term thing, him going in there as manager. Um, and even with Eamon Murray now being available, like you'd wonder, yeah, you know, like he could have maybe went in with the mead see, you know, with the mead men's team, like so. It's an interesting one, all right, but I suppose it'd be an intriguing one to keep an eye on with him. Oh, no, like it, it, def- it definitely will. Like, and I think, as I, as I mentioned before, it is probably just trying to get the best out of the likes of these, like uh, Jordan Morris and uh, David McAdee, like some of these lads just to kind of get them back playing good football for Mead and just get, as we as you said a couple of minutes, seconds ago, just get the pride back. And I think that's probably what his main job is because, look, Ardigo, as I said a couple of seconds ago, Ardigon will be winning the big titles. I don't think so. It's just to get them back competitive because, look, Mead fans, as you have seen over the years, Aaron, they will not like to be beat by Dublin last year, or sorry, this year, or so pathetically, Croke Park and last couple of years. So, look, it's just to get um, lads hungry for playing for the green and yellow again. Yeah, absolutely. Like, in, I mean, ex-Mead manager Andy McEntee obviously going over to going over to Antrim. That was a, an interesting one as well. Like, I mean, it's kind of crazy, really, when you yeah. see... When you see some of these managerial appointments, you're kind of like, "Oh, that's that's in, that's that's intriguing, that's interesting." I, don't I mean, this one at all, yeah, yeah, like him going to Antrim. Like 
you know, yeah, I, I, I think know. I'm on the same bracket as you then. I'm kind of scratching my head a bit with this yeah. one. Yeah, no, I don't understand it. Like, and it, like, I wouldn't mind. He was an off the ball literally a couple of days after. No, no, only going to be getting involved in meat football and I'll, I'll not be doing any other gigs. And literally, what is it? A week after that, the news broke about him getting the Antrim gig. So, look, I don't know. I, I, it's, hard, it's hard to know where Mr. McIntyre's head's at. But, look, I don't know. I really don't know what's enticing him up there. Um, our good friend McGarty's been very heavy in his views about Antrim football in the last couple of years since since you have him on the podcast. Uh, yeah, I don't know, Aaron. I really don't. I don't know what he can achieve with them. I'm just very surprised after what he said about not being involved in any other county. I don't know what swayed his mind. It's in Belfast. I'm not sure where is he living in Dublin. I don't know. I, 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 I didn't think too much about it at the time, but it's only until you probably mentioned it now. It probably just sounds mm. ridiculous. Yeah, like I mean, and and look, like I've. Like, I haven't been the biggest fan of Andy McAtee down the years, to be perfectly honest. I, I didn't really enjoy when he went on the Sunday game and was was discussing this whole Dublin being split in two. And obviously, Pat Gilroy, to be nice. fair, made more of an arse of himself than anything. So Andy McAtee probably came out well. But I just thought it was a very sort of defeatist attitude and, and yeah. everything else. And look, obviously, you have a lot of sympathy for, for Andy McAtee, what, what he's gone through in his life. Like, he's had a, a very tough life. And in fairness, like, when I mean, you, you listen to him on the, the BBC social... Like, oh, yeah. Sort of, your respect goes up for him quite a lot. Like when you when you realise what he has gone through, and I do think he's he was very heavily untreated or heavily treated badly by by you know Meads County Board and everything else, given everything that kind of kicked on there. But you know, and I think him going into you know another managerial role, fair enough. But as you mm-hmm. said, like with Antrim, you know, like the underage, there's really there's next to no underage coming through there. Mm-hmm. Um, they've a lot of older lads retiring. You know, it's it's going to be very tough for them in Division Three next year. It's hard to really know what the yeah. long term aim is there. The long term aim, like and like, don't look, don't go wrong. Maybe there will be a bit of a bounce. You know, Andy McAtee's coming down to manage us, and you know, is there a bit of a bounce from that? But like, what he can achieve with them, I'm really not sure. Um, I know Wendy McGinley did throw his hat in with it for two years, and. Unfortunately, didn't get a whole pile back in return. So, is it a young young person that goes down to Antrim football? Is it someone just with loads of fresh ideas? Is Mister Andy McIntyre the man? Like, does he walk after a year? Like, surely, 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 like a Mister McCarty will be, be able to tell us more about this. But surely, the Antrim County Board have to kind of question themselves. Like, like if things go don't go right next year, which unfortunately, if there's any Antrim fans watching, don't be surprised. They probably don't. But like, if they don't go right. Yeah, does he just walk? Like, is he there for the couple of years? It's a tight commute down there. I don't know how to sort them out with a bit of accommodation for next year. I, I have no clue. But look, it's probably the more you talk about it, Aaron, it just sounds ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. And look, who knows? Maybe he'll, he'll go there and prove us all wrong and Antrim will, will do something unthinkable and do well in Division 3. Very, very hard to see that, to be perfectly honest. Um especially considering how, you know, the sort of season finished up. Like, obviously, they were demolished by ourselves in the in the Ulster Championship. And, and even though I predicted Antrim to beat you, which, uh, which yeah, was probably one of my worst predictions ever. But uh, but anyways, um, what, what what else? Yeah, they obviously get knocked out by, by Leitrim as well in the whole thing. So, yeah, I don't know. Like Gavin says here, he got me promoted to Division One. Maybe he could get Antrim to Division Two. Oh, not a hope, Gavin. Yeah, I just, no, I, I don't really see. It. I know they were close no. enough to promotion last year, but nah, nah. you know, like I just nah, the way the, the way they played against us. Sorry, I'm sorry. Mm. The way they played against us in the Ultra Championship, like we were running at them, and one of their quarterbacks, I can't think of his name, was running back instead of forwards. 
I don't know. No, it's uh, no, it's 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 a very very tough job uh, Mr. McIntyre has with their management. Yeah, and I suppose like some other managerial jobs that are like available. sorry, Aaron. I'd love to be positive about it, but just just to be realistic, <laughs> yeah. I have no clue. Like I may as well just give give my honest opinion to you. You're you're better off hearing it. Mm. No, absolutely. Like, and I think you know, I do I do agree with you as well. Like, I think it is it is a strange one. Like, there's a lot that probably doesn't doesn't really make sense about it. But I mean, some other managerial positions yeah. available there, Leash and, and Longford, I think are the only two we, we haven't discussed um off the top of my head. There might be a few more in there, like, but I mean, what do you think there? Like it's obviously it's a very hard one to know. Like who, who who's kind of gonna be, you know, maybe linked with those jobs as as we've said. Well well, fair enough. Obviously, Jack said there earlier, Paddy Christie's maybe going in there like i don't think that's been officially confirmed yet but maybe if that's the case but like leisure a poison chalice there probably at the minute going yeah. down to division four like i mean yeah yeah like it's, it's hard to know really like you know because from an outsider looking in you know like it's probably not a very enticing management job there at the minute to be honest no it's not like and like it's all well and good probably like everything goes with it but like i think with leash even maybe ross munley but he, he seems to just want to keep playing till he's about 60 at this stage but if he was to pack his bags i think he might be a good replacement for who step who managed was it billy sheehan he billy left sheehan, leash, think, yeah. yeah so ross munley might be a good candidate but look it's as you rightly said and as you said at the very start of this podcast aaron if lads are finding it hard to kind of manage counties and the time that goes into it I just think, and look, don't get me wrong, Longford and Leash definitely will get managers in the coming weeks, make no doubt about it, but it just seems to be, if you're not kind of being, going to be successful or if, if it's too much of a commute or, I don't know, whatever inter-county managers get these days, I just think it, these jobs just wouldn't seem too fruitful for the big names. So I'm not sure who will be taking them mm -hmm. gigs. Yeah, I was just looking at it there on Google, like, and the, there doesn't really seem to be, be anything, any real stories on it, to be fair. Like, so I don't think there's any... Mm -hmm anyone really queuing up but Liam Kearns is awfully manager that's a that's an interesting one um, yeah you know obviously one well oh, sorry he wasn't the, the man who won the 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 uh, the Munster title with, with Tipperary but he did get them yeah. to an all-around semi-final and um you know was, was quite heavily involved with Tipperary down the years an intriguing yeah. one as well like again you know awfully in division three next year you'd be expecting them to, to bounce back and and you know be up there there thereabouts for promotion mm -hmm. but yeah, like an, an intriguing one, him going in there. Like, uh, obviously, he's a Kerry man as well, off the top of my head. Like, so, mm -hmm. do you know, like, could he be lining himself up for something in the future? Who knows? Yeah, like, and see, that's what I think. Like, that's why I was very surprised why I know we touched along for a couple of seconds ago, but why Billy did step down from Lockwood because it really did look like he was building blocks, he was enjoying it. I know his work. As I said, a couple of seconds ago, has took him away from the gig. I know he, he does. Is it American hours? He was telling me, or like he does unbelievably long shifts in his job or mm -hmm. uh, time in his job. So that's why he had to step away. But he looked really positive about it. They're a really young team out there. He had a really good backroom team. So it just goes to show life happens, Aaron. But um, yeah, look, I think with the Offaly gig, it's an exciting gig. Obviously, the huge backing at the minute. Um, you know, obviously competing in the Leinster Championship. I know it'll be in the Total Cup next year, so they could make a real push in the Total Cup next year. Offaly, uh, they were close this year. It'd be very interesting to see does Niall McNamee stick about? Does he become part of Mr. Cairns' backroom team? We'll wait and see. Um, so Offaly have some very good players. Anton Sullivan is just an extremely good player to watch. The under twenty, under twenty coming in as well. So it could be fruitful for them next year. They could make a real push at the Total Cup. Yeah, they definitely could. Like, I mean, well, they, they could also get promoted from Division Three. Like, and they, maybe yeah. they'd be, they wouldn't be in the Tolchin Cup then. Like, so I suppose it'd be interesting, all right, to to see what 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 happens with them. But 
yeah, I suppose we we will go ahead and uh, and wrap this one up here. Like, cheers anyone who who tuned in. Make sure to hit the like button and subscribe if you haven't already. And um, yeah, make sure to check out the uh, the J Mac podcast. I'm sure there'll be plenty of uh, plenty of podcasts going on and, and and content and all the rest. So yeah, John, cheers for uh, cheers for coming on. No worries at all, my man. And uh, Pork Farley, if you're watching, I hope you're having a great weekend. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, right. I think that, I think. That's-